rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, guys, I'm back. What's happening? Yay. All right, whatever. Settle down, settle down. This is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And as you see what's going on out there, we certainly need more of that. We meet here. We have our regular Friday evening show, and here we are every Friday evening around 8.30, the 8.30 vicinity. We meet at the um, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster, and on other platforms like rockfin.com and wherever the hell else you can find us. But hang out and come on over to YouTube. I see the chat room filling up already, so that's great. And it is the greatest chat room in American history. And uh, you guys will let me know in a minute how the, how everything sounds. Uh, so you're they're not only um, the chat, the OG Tarabusters in the chat are not only chatters or just decent horror. Hor <laughs> I was going to say decent, horrible people. What was I saying? What the hell was wrong with me? Um, patriots, normal people. I'm thinking of, you know why, um, I have my eyes in all different directions. I'm like uh, one of those chameleons. Well, I guess they're chameleons. They look all over the place. And I'm looking at a picture of perjury trader green. <laughs> That's why the word horrible people came to my head. We'll, we'll talk about her. She's disgusting. They're all disgusting. And um, But yes, we have the, the... Thank you, Ed. So Ed on the chat says, it sounds great. Awesome. So we can keep on rolling, keep on rolling. Thank you. And the video looks good. Good, good. Yeah, I had a, sorry about not being able to do a show during the week. It's been a few weeks of kind of chaos. And then I was sick. I mean, I'm making, I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling you what happened. Yesterday, I had a giant um, cold sore. You could probably see I put lipstick on it, but it'll probably uh, wear off during the show. It's just flat now. <laughs> you see, we talk about everything on the show. And um, I have a couple of kittens, rescue kittens, in the in the in my bedroom, and they're driving me up a wall. They're great. Um, it's kind of yeah, whatever. They're coming along. They're a pain in my ass, though. The two of them. It'll be good when they're <laughs> when they're in their forever homes. But their their names are salty and spicy. I put a couple of pictures of them up on the Discord page, and they're um, spicy is very spicy, so he needs a lot more attention. It's it's pretty interesting because they're both um, siblings. They came from the same litter, and they have such different personalities. Little Salty is... She's a little salty, but she's she's not aggressive, and she's very cute, and... You could pick her up and hold her and kiss her, and she she doesn't do anything. And spicy, the the male, he's very cute too. He's black and white, but he is uh, he's a little aggressive. And I they went to the vet this week, and the vet even said, "Do you think you can home him?" I was like, "Not now. You know, he needs work." So he he put that bug in my head like, 
is he adoptable? He's only a kitten. He's only three months, but he is very, he's probably the most, he's probably the saltiest kitten I've ever had to socialize. Yeah, he's hissing. They are socialized. I mean, they eat out of my hand. They, um, I am able to pet them. They still hiss. When I go in the room, they start hissing. But what I've been doing is whenever I walk in the room, they start, if they start hissing, I just go right over to them. I pet them and I'm trying to give them as much time. And now I've decided, you know, as much um, contact, I should say. And so what I'm going to do from now on is I will take little Spicy, the, the one who's, who needs work. I'll take him out of the cage every time he has to eat. Well, every time they eat and I will make, I will feed him out of my hand. I mean, he, he got me a couple of times. He scratched my head. <laughs> I mean, it's been, I, I don't know, guys, I'm just sharing. I hope he's, I hope he's okay. I have a, I, I don't know. When I think about too, I'm thinking about Francis. When I first brought Francis Jr. Jr. home and he was a little bit older than these guys and he was, he was really bad. He was a monster and, um, he attacked me. <laughs> he, uh, I went to kiss him and cause you can't help it. And he scratched me and bit my face and bit my nose and scratched my face. And I was bleeding and everything. It was really bad because they're, they're like, you know, razors. And I couldn't even pet him. So I think of him and uh, now Francis is the best. You know, he's very, he's wonderful. He loves people. Even when the, when the, when the doorbell rings, he, the others run from the door and Francis always goes to the door with me. He wants to see who's there so he can, you know, he can say hello. Anyway, what the, what did I get myself into? Oh man, man, look at you. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat right out of the gate. I really appreciate it. That's how we're going to keep the show going and growing. And remember, if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, and thank you Pookie's Mama Irene, well, Pookie's Mommy, you changed your name on me there, I think, and um, I really appreciate that incredibly generous super chat, always doing great things, Tara Buster, thank you for so much for all you do, thank you, that'll help, that'll help keep the lights on in Tara Buster Studios, and we'll also uh, pay for the, some of the vet bills, I guess, <laughs> That's the thing. The other, they have to get fixed too. I was able to cut their nails. I mean, they're they're making progress, but sp spicy is very spicy. I don't know. And every time I, I, I mean, I'm like sitting there, trying kissing his head, trying to get him used to used to that. And um, you know, he's like, I kiss his head. He's like, you know like can't have that we can't have you hissing and you you can't slice at people if they want to kiss you you know and what was i what was the other thing i was gonna say it went out of my head yeah but i was able to cut his nails and oh yeah they went to the vet they both have um worms you know that's why they're None of them are, you know, my house cats aren't interacting with them. And, of course, 
And I, I wonder. I, I gotta, you know, they have to go back. I just wonder if uh, maybe something else is wrong with Spicy. I wonder if his brain is broken somehow. But they both, you know, whatever. They both had the same experiences out there. Why is one, I, I guess it's their personalities. It's just like people. People have different personalities. Yeah, that's right. Winston on the chat says, you're getting somewhere if you're clipping their nails. Yeah, that's true. I think that... Yeah, I mean, they they are they're they're fine with that. I think hopefully by next week we'll have a, a a different report. If I continue to feed Spicy outside of the cage, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to feed him. I'm going to hold him while he eats, and I'm going to feed him out of my hand. And uh, I think that will help. And you have to just constantly give them as much exposure to being pet and being touched and being kissed. So, all right, whatever. Now, that was the cat report for tonight. And what else is the internet for? But uh, it's for uh, making the world safe for democracy. Yep, they are individuals, Jabbermocky. Different personalities. Makes you wonder. We're going to go out on... Sunday, because there's one kitten left we weren't able to catch. Hopefully we can catch this kitten. I I hope it's not another spicy. I hope it's not a spicy junior. And it's been out there now two weeks longer. Okay. So it hasn't been two weeks? Yeah, almost two weeks. All right, let's get to work here. We have a lot to talk about. Yes, thank you, Play Dave. Hit the like button. Let's see. Where do we begin? Um, I was watching what was happening yesterday you know Ron DeSantis these these filthy Republicans the the Christian Republican I'm so sick of them anybody else sick of them you know what I I really am um I'm, I'm we were talking about on um one of the other shows how it's good it seems like the Democrats are they're kind of fighting back a little you know they're stop they're they're toning down the the uh nice guy rhetoric but and, and punching back you know legally and peacefully but i wish you know we we need to really come to grips and i know we are but in general the the leadership of the democratic party have to come to grips with the fact that you know, we are already in a civil war. Hold on a second. Can't believe that whole segment was taken up <laughs> talking about the cats, but eh, that's that's the internet for you. So let's see. Um, so I believe we're already in a civil war. They're in a civil war, whether we know it or not. You know, whether we want to admit it or not. It's and they're calling it a, a cold civil war. Because what else do they got? The he's they're all disgusting, and the thing that gets on my nerves. So this is what I I don't know. You know I wanted to call the White House comment line. Not that it matters. Who knows? But just to say that, um, you know, these Republicans sending human beings to um, you know to other states because you're trying to. You're trying to make some kind of point. What's your point? 
you know, that you're you, uh, you're dumping your responsibilities on other people because that's the party of personal responsibility, right? But the fact is, um, why are we paying these filthy red states? Why? Why? You know, because the red states are the welfare states. So now we have to take up the slack for what they the what what they you know they're border states and um okay that's your responsibility and both sides of the aisle say they have there's uh we we need to discuss immigration we need to come to some kind of agreement about immigration no one is saying it's uh, perfect what's going on in general at the border or uh you know in the immigration policies, but they have no interest in coming to the table because they don't give a shit. They need to use the immigration or or vilifying minority groups or the other. They need to use that to trigger and tickle their fascist base. And that's all it's about. That's why they will never do anything about immigration or anything else and and first of all let's 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 uh begin here um with the disgusting pricks on fox news laughing oh uh, here we go hold on laughing about what ron desantis did you've seen the video but desantis has sent migrants on a plane to martha's vineyard now this is where the Obamas have a home, Oprah, Beyonce, even James Taylor, who's going to be seeing fire, rain, and migrants. Illegals uh, not to mention arrive. O'Donnell. I mean, Illegals. everybody basically that you know on the left has a home there. The, the, for those who are listening, audio only, the uh, lower third says, illegals arrive on Martha's Vineyard. They're not illegals, you piece of dirt. They are asylum seekers, and they did it the way that they're supposed to. They presented themselves to the authorities at the border and said, I, w- I am seeking asylum. And we wrote those laws, the United States, after World War II, so another Holocaust wouldn't happen again. Now, I know these pieces of shit on the right couldn't give a crap about anybody with all their Christian rhetoric. It makes me want to puke. I'm so sick of them. When I was a stranger, what did you do? You lied to me. You put me on a plane in a country that I, I, was, a, I was a stranger in. You, you, put, you lied and said that there was a job and there, was, there, were, house, there were there's housing waiting for me. Like, as if these people are, are nothing. They're nothing. They're just, they're animals to them. They have no humanity, Republicans. Republicans have no humanity. They, they embarrass us. They are weak. They are hypocrites. If only, God damn it, if only they were Christian. You know? That's what I always say. Like, why are you always telling me how Christian you are. Why are you always exclaiming and proclaiming how much you love your this, this Jesus you pretend to worship? I don't need to hear it, 
Show me. Don't tell me how much you love Jesus. Show me. You dirtbags. But they can't. They sh- all they show is the fact that they are the hypocrites that Jesus warned us about. That's why he told you to go pray in your closets. They are the e- epitome of the very people that Jesus, the, the person they pretend to worship, the Savior, they pretend to worship, that Jesus warned us about, warned his followers about, that they would pray and they want everybody to see them praying, but then they act like shit. They act like monsters, and that's what they are. They, they are effing monsters. DeSantis um, they talk about how he wants to, he's going to run for president. God help us. God help us if we are to the point where Republicans have so gerrymandered and, and fixed the, and voter suppressed their way into another fascist goddamn coup. God help us with DeSantis. And, you know, I always have to, when you watch DeSantis, uh, giving interviews and talking about how um, just well, I'm sure you you saw how he's like oh well we'll send them to sanctuary cities and uh, where they have facilities if, if this was in any way sincere why why wouldn't you why would you lie to people you know why don't you just tell them it's only a shower you piece of shit and I'm sorry for cursing right out of the gate but. This is disgusting. Look at these two white fuckers. Look at them. Mike Pompeo, that evil fucking grin on his face. And Jesse Waters, with a stupid name to match his stupid soul. Do you think they're going to be embracing their new neighbors? (laughs) <laughs> you know, these are all sanctuary cities dead, until they're in their dead, sanctuary. Right. I, I doubt they'll embrace them. Don't know that I've ever been to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, I've been to places where we've seen these migrants come across. This is not good for America. Oh, uh, yeah. What, what's with the dead? The dead souls. That's what I, when I see DeSantis, that's what he, he strikes me as a, the, you talk about the banality of evil. Uh, that's him. The banality of everything. He's just hes just gross. And has no... He really is dead. He reminds me of somebody who's dead inside. Vile. Sick. Disgusting. Oh, um, but the... It doesn't matter. Now, I want to tell you the... Uh, it doesn't matter what the reality is, and as you know... The people of Martha's Vineyard have opened their homes to the migrants, to these asylum seekers. They have ex- they've shown the best of America. They were sh- so these asylum seekers were shown w- the worst of America, which is the Republicans, and then they were shown the best because not that you know because they didn't give a shit. What happened to these people at all? They just said, there's jobs waiting for you. They, um, here you go. There are, there's housing waiting for you. I mean, how disgusting. 
how disgusting are these people? They're disgusting. That's how much. Right. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. Play Dave says, now, Tara, you're only complimenting them when you call them monsters, hypocrites, and horrible people. That's right. They do. They do give monsters, hypocrites, and horrible people a bad name. I mean, to call them monsters, hypocrites, and horrible people is to elevate them because they're, they're, I, I don't know what they are. They're scum. But the scum, you know, I don't know. That, that is also kind of uh, calling them scum is, is a promotion as well. I, could scum ever be this hypocritical? Would scum ever be so filthy and um, vile to other, I, I don't know, to, yeah, I guess maybe it would be. But I to call them scumbags, I always say, is that that's also an, a um, a promotion because a scumbag it has a utilitarian purpose. You know, you need to, you need somewhere to put your scum. But what is a Republican? You know, they and who watches this filth on Fox News? You know what it is? It's it's racism. That's it. That's the only thing they have. And there's a lot of fucking racists in this country. Because I think about um, watching this little saga unfold and, and how horrible Republicans are. And I wonder um, who's going to vote for them. And millions will vote for them. You know, which is the is probably the most disappointing of all, that regardless of their behavior, regardless of the reality, they, uh, people will vote for them. You know, wh why don't we send, let's say, th I mean, this would be the equivalent of send, you know, uh, sending a bunch of COVID-infected, unvaccinated fuckers down to Florida, right? Wouldn't it be the same? Because they, you know, if a highly vaccinated state, oh, you don't want to get vaccinated? You got COVID? Fuck off. Fuck off to Florida. You're welcome there. Get it? You can go into one of the uh, high. What, what? What? What did he set up? Some kind of bullshit hydroxychloroquine clinic. These pieces of dirt. Oh, they hate this country. They hate America. They are not patriotic. That's the other thing on uh, the corporate media. I wish that they would get with the program and and call them out because if you're uh, uh, like we do here. You know, if you're motivated if uh, by owning the libs, that's what you're that's your whole thing is owning the libs, then you're not a patriot. So fuck off. You're you hate America. You're not a patriot because, um, you know, people who love their country don't get motivated by triggering their fellow Americans, right? By upsetting their fellow Americans. But they're, that's the Republicans. You see, it's, they want all the benefits of civilization, but none of the responsibilities. 
So here you go. Here you go, right? Here, take these migrants and and calling them illegals, you you dirtbags. You fucking dirtbags. These are people who want to, who, who you know, I'd rather have a, a whole, I would rather have these migrants, these asylum seekers in my community than any one of a uh, Trump and Z rally attendees, right? The, these migrants, these asylum seekers will add more benefit, will add more value to this nation than an entire Nuremberg rally of Trump Anzies, than Ron DeSantis could ever hope to, or Trump could ev- has ever done in his entire wasted life. What a waste of, sh- oh my God. That we have to share the same air with these vile maggots is really, that's the most disgusting part of all. But the, the, the fact that they, I mean, look at their fucking smiles. And they think they're, they think they're on the right side of history. They think that they're Christian. That's what always gets me. You know, I've met some real Christians in my life. I'm sure you have too. They're, um, you know, you don't have to really, they don't have to tell you what they believe. They show you, you know, they show you compassion. They show you that they follow the teachings of this ancient socialist hippie who gave away free health care and hung out with a bunch of dudes and a, no, not necessarily a prostitute in the desert. These, I mean, here, look, look at, where, where is this? Gird your loins for battle. Gird your loins, we are going to fight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You put on the full armor oh, of God. Of shit. You take a stand against the left schemes. Yeah, you're going to face flaming arrows, but if you stand for truth, you. you and we will prevail. They were lied to again and again and fraudulently induced to board the planes. They were told there was a surprise present for them and that there would be jobs and housing awaiting for them when they arrived. Disgusting. This was obviously a sadistic lie. They are disgusting. They think that's funny that you do this to other human beings who've come here for the American dream. But the, as they sit in their privileged ivory towers, right? These filth who have never had to work for anything, who've never had to struggle, who've never crossed the desert to get a, 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 a little bit of freedom that these pricks were born into, right? No one appreciates freedom than people who have risked everything to obtain it. And, of course, Republicans, they, they, don't, they have no introspection. They don't ever say to themselves how lucky they were to be born in a country that, uh, that, where they don't have to escape a failed state. Right? 
where they don't where they could you know where they have options born on third base thinking they hit a triple the 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 goddamn Tucker Carlson the worst he's the one I mean they're all in this together wait hold on here's uh apparently you know he's the one that gave them the marching orders where is it see fucking piece of dirt. has got to be Martha's Vineyard it's a natural. Joe Biden took 70% of the vote on that small Massachusetts island. Over the past four years, according to FEC data, 92% of all donations from its biggest town, Egertown, Massachusetts, went to the Democratic Party. Yeah, so? So you probably imagine so, Egertown is so pretty diverse. I mean, what? the Obamas live. So what? You see? Because government, see, they're, they're unfit. They hate America. They hate democracy. Government is only um, functioning if they are in charge. They, they, because as we know, you know, they hate democracy. So the enemy, they, I mean, we're beyond, we're beyond the, you know, civil war, we're here. Anybody who's a Democrat, according to them, is their enemy. A democratic city, a democratic state. There's no we're in this together. There's no e pluribusunum that as it's always been with conservatives. They hate this fucking country. They've never had the the fundamental decency and maturity to be able to function in this country. And there's something wrong with, of course, there's something wrong with Tucker Carlson. You're talking about somebody who is the fucking heir to the goddamn Swanson chicken fortune, this piece of shit who was not born, he was born on home fucking plate. This pudgy, this, this bloated, pudgy little white boy who's so obsessed with masculinity. Somebody call F Freud. Please, get this fucker to goddamn a psychiatrist already. He's so obsessed, he wants to tan his balls. He, he, want, he, he thinks that masculinity is going... I mean, because he's the friggin' perfect specimen of manhood? He's vile. He, to call him a man is an insult to men. But this fucker who's never had to struggle, who's never had to sacrifice, this piece of, piece of dirt has never sacrificed a goddamn lunch in his life, much less knows what it's like to, to leave your home and travel to try to obtain a little bit of that freedom you heard about. And Tucker Carlson, yeah, disgracing this country. That's what they do. They are a disgrace. They are an embarrassment. They can't, they can't function in a free society. They hate a free society. They hate freedom. They hate democracy. Look, know them by their fruits, right? What do they bring to the table? They talk, this fucker is talking about Democrats. Democrats need to, uh, you know, take migrants and, yes, yeah, send them to Martha's Vineyard. Fine. 
How about we stop sending our blue state dollars to you and you f- just fucking secede already? You don't like it? Why go to Wyoming? Go have your little ca- compounds, your conservative compounds in Wyoming where you can build a wall and that's the end of it. You can have Trump as your king. And leave us the fuck alone and have that, that, that trophy wife number three, the disgusting nude model, the one who hates Christmas. I, I, I can't believe these people. Everything about them is, is, is hard, to, hard to take, frankly. But Tucker, you listen to this piece of shit? That's because they're racist. That's all it is. It's only racism. This is the problem. And somebody needs to say it to them. You know, someone in authority. It's not about, oh, bipartisan, bipartisan. Look, I got some bipartisan. Get help, Republicans. Get help. You're cowards. You do nothing but inflict your manias on the rest of us. You hate this country. You hate everything about it. That's why you have to redefine it. You have to, you have to cling to this cartoon version of whatever the founding fathers were to you. They're, they're you know, a third grade version, not even kindergarten. Washington never told a lie. Chopped down a cherry tree. Honest Abe. But all the complexity, the diversity of this country, you hate. You hate the actual humanity of this country. That's why when you don't win, when the people of this country reject you, as we do, as normal people do, as patriots do, you can't, ha- you can't help but storm the Capitol and take a shit in the halls. You're disgusting. They're disgusting. They hate this country. I mean, they, they riot. And they can't, <laughs> they can't look at themselves. I just saw this tweet. I never saw it before. Where is it? Uh, apparently, it's an older one because I saw that uh, Tommy Lauren was trending, and Tommy Lauren is she's upset because she got shut down from a, a speech. You know, at some a speech. Who the fuck is asking her to speak? You know, they, who cares? You, you know what it is, these Republicans? It's, they just say the same things again and again. And then they, they, it comes out of some other bitch's mouth. And all they do is regurgitate whatever they heard on Fox News and OAN. And, you know, it's the same shit except it's coming out of uh, some blonde bimbo's mouth or it's coming out of some con man fake billionaire's mouth or it's coming out of this pudgy white trust fund chicken murderer's mouth. Right? I, and uh, in fact, I we know for a fact that... Wait, where is it? Um, it reminds me of... What's his name? 
that young person. We've talked about him before. There was, who was that young guy that, this was years ago. Wait, hold on. Where's me? The what, Somebody on the chat will tell me. This young person who he's now grown up, but he he was the keynote at CPAC. CPAC. Um and he and he wrote a book. This was like during Bush or something. Young uh what's his guy's name? Young man, let's see. CPAC keynote. And he's now a liberal. He's a, he's grown up now. He went to college and he, and he came out as a liberal. <laughs> and he said that somebody on the chat will remind me that the reason oh when he wrote a book when he was young, but it wasn't all he did was um regurgitate whatever he heard on Fox News and Rush Limbaugh. He said that his father used to listen to Rush Limbaugh and he was, you know, this young person was a uh, very smart person, obviously. He's he got well, maybe not too smart, but they made him they made him like they put him on a pedestal and later on as when he grew up and he went to college and then he was being interviewed saying that yeah i'm not a i'm not a conservative i'm a liberal and the he was able to fool all these people it wasn't he wasn't trying to fool them he was sincere but all he was doing was repeating what he heard on rush limbaugh and they made him their um you know they as if he was some kind of little man tate this wonderkind the fuck is wrong with my phone why can't i open my photos i keep trying to open my phone and all i see are pictures of cats okay oh yeah here it is tommy lauren from i guess before the election if real donald trump were to lose parentheses he won't his supporters will go to work tomorrow as we do every day. When Biden loses, his quote-unquote supporters will likely loot and riot. Tells you everything you need to know. Trump 2020. Now, uh, you see? see what I'm saying? They, are, they don't need a wall. They need a fucking mirror these people don't build a wall build a giant mirror so they can look at themselves if they ever will they don't have the courage to look at themselves somebody on the chat tell me who this kid is uh is now a let me see is now a liberal uh, jonathan crone okay Nobody told me. I just looked it up. My, oh, yes, that's right. Play Dave. You, sorry, you, you got in there. Yes, it is Jonathan Crone. But I find that, I find that interesting, his whole story. This was an article from 2012. I'm sure he's a lot. You know, I haven't heard anything from him for a while. But it says that... He and this is the article where he came out as a liberal, 
and said that he he wrote a book defining conservatism that was blurbed by the likes of Newt Gingrich and Bill Bennett. And he still watches the speech from time to time, but mostly it makes him cringe because he's not a conservative. And he, he said, I think I was naive. It's a 13-year-old kid saying stuff that he heard for a long time. I live in Georgia. We're inundated with conservative talk. The speech was something that a 13-year-old does. You haven't formed all your opinions. You're really defeating yourself if you think you have all your ideas in your head when you're 12 or 13. That's impossible. You haven't done enough. See, they think they... But that's how stupid these fuckers are. They just... They made this person, this young boy, a... uh, Like a... They put him on a pedestal. And they... I wish I... Let me see if I could find it. It's pretty amazing. But it says everything you need to know about them. They're they're full of shit. Let's see. Jonathan Carone. CPAC. Here it is. Yeah. Unreal. Wait a minute. Well, I am uh, very glad to be here today, and uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about the principles of conservatism, and uh, I only got two minutes, so I'd better make it quick. Uh, In the book, I decided... First of all, let me start why I decided to write this book. Uh, During the election, I noticed that there were so many people throwing around the word conservative and liberal and socialism. And um, so I decided that there were too many people who threw the term conservative around who didn't understand what they were talking about. (laughs) You're a child. Child? Oh, my God. But they're all children. We're listening to Jonathan Crone from CPAC from 2012. They, they didn't understand what conservatism was. They didn't understand conservatism as a base of principle, but they understood you're it as a, a base child. of policy. You're a child. Uh, many people have come up to me and said, so you're a Republican. You know, you get up there and you do this Republican it's, stuff. And- oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. I feel embarrassed for him. Is is he doing an imitation of who? Kermit the Frog? You're talking about politics, and I and I always have to tell them that no, conservatism is not about the party, because the party's merely the shell. It's Woo! the it's the inside. It's the filling Woo! that really means something. Woo! So I want to get that straight. And but in the book, wow. Uh, wow. I define conservatism, and I as I believe it is fit upon four categories of principle respect for the constitution respect for life less government and personal responsibility oh sure Bobby. sure Bobby. sure you do i could eviscerate every single one of those points as you know what was it respect for the constitution they hate the constitution they as you could see by um let's say january 6th okay respect for life um, a million dead. What was the last time we had, we had, uh, what do you call it? Mass graves in America. Oh yeah. Trump. Remember, uh, let's bring, make America great again. 
bring back the mass graves. And also um, the fact that abortions, you know, they, they talk about life. They hate life. They want more abortions. They just want the added bonus of more dead women on top of more dead, you know, just more abortions in general. Uh, because the abortion rates do not go down when, when it is criminalized. All they do is kill women. What was the other one? Oh, personal. Wait, wait, wait. I believe. I believe. Wait, wait, wait. Respect for life. Less government. Less government. Oh, which also means they government. That's Goldilocks government. Government is just right in the ways that it serves them. Like when you get to rip off welfare funds to make a volleyball stadium. That's that's government is just right, right? Government, um, if in the ways that it serves them. If it seems to do anything for anybody else, then it's too big. You get it? Because they hate America. They hate their fellow Americans. They hate e pluribus unum. And it really does boil down to the fact that they're racist. And the uh, personal responsibility, that is rich. That is the biggest joke of all. Republicans only stick to their motto of personal responsibility when they're trying to deny somebody a hot lunch program, you know, trying to deny some child a, uh, a, a hot lunch. But when it comes to taking responsibility for every crime, for, their, for, stealing, for stealing secrets, for, um, I mean, anything, just... We could tick off the list. Personal responsibility. They don't take responsibility for anything they do. It's always somebody else's fault, right? Everything is someone else's fault. They, They never own their crimes, they never ever look at themselves. What, what personal responsibility? Look at January 6th. They can't even take fucking responsibility for that. When we see it's everybody else, right? It's Antifa. It's Black Lives Matter. Oh, and we'll get to perjury trader green when that's another thing we wanted to talk about tonight, how she trips a a young activist. She trips this girl. Because that's who my perjury trader green is. She's unfit. And she trips this girl and goes, Oh, excuse me. You know, to cover herself, to cover her ass. Instead of just being like, yeah, yeah, bitch, I tripped you. Because they're fucking children. And nothing says they are children more than literally having a child speak to them at their convention. It's a child who is a parrot. That's it. And he admits it. As he got, when he got older, he's like, yeah, all I did was repeat what I heard on Rush Limbaugh's show. That's all it takes. You, and that's what, yeah, what's Tommy Lauren doing? Speaking? That's what she's doing. That's what she's doing. She's just repeating whatever she heard on Tucker Carlson. That's it. And if she ever strays off of the party line that's when the backlash. I remember how not too long ago she said something that she was, uh, she wasn't, that she was uh, pro-choice, that she was pro-choice, right? And 
that was it. How she got disinvited from all these other conservative, whatever the fucks. And um, there was uh, a a backlash to her, you know, because they all, it's all groupthink. And that's it. You know, rugged individuals. Just try being an individual, though, and they'll uh, kick you out of the tribe. And personal responsibility. The personal responsibility of a 13-year-old. I believe that this is the key, the principle itself is the key to conservatism. Because in many ways, if you do not have a principled base, you do not have policy. And if you do not have policy in many ways, you do not have an ideology. The key also to conservatism is to go over power. Many people... And other ideologies think that it is the key to have your to have ideological power and fervor. Fervor. Uh, in uh, the conservative viewpoint, we believe that it is principle-based. It is the people first, the people's rights okay. based upon principled views, and. Uh, I believe that this is the key to the conservative viewpoint and its effectiveness in America. Uh, So as I close and as I uh, get ready to leave, uh, I want you to understand, I want the American people to understand, that conservatism is not an ideology of feelings, romanticism as some people Uh, like to say. Uh, It is an ideology of protecting the people and the people's rights. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And as a 13-year-old boy, uh, yeah, I will uh, now return to masturbating every uh, 20 minutes <laughs> in between speeches and Rush Limbaugh show. <sighs> it is exhausting. Thank you. Personal responsibility. Thank, And I know all about that as a 13-year-old. A standing ovation for a for a parrot, a little parrot. That's what it is. So, where was I? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. What are we doing? Okay, I'm just checking the time. They're disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. I'm trying to keep it short or concise, I should say. Well, uh, we'll, co- we'll, we'll, because this is a terror buster, we'll go back to that. But since I brought up Perjury Trader Green, let's, uh, let's talk about her for a second. And the other thing I wanted to talk about tonight is the disgusting, um, that judge, that unfit, unqualified judge. And I wanted to, there's an article about just how, unfit and unqualified she is but um keeping with our theme for tonight of republican what is our theme anyway i forget whatever uh well this is our theme every night republicans are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation but um they are also as patriotic as they are christian meaning not at all they hate america and here's uh, perjury trader green 
tripping an activist. Here, here, here's the little encounter. So these young people came to Washington, D.C. to lobby their members of Congress about um, children being murdered in school here in America. You know, in other countries, you uh, oh, it doesn't take massacre after massacre. It doesn't take a daily massacre to do nothing. Other countries have had um, incidences or, um, you know, it usually just takes one massacre and that's it. They do something about assault weapons and perjury trader Green thinks that the Second Amendment means that everyone could walk around with an assault weapon, which it doesn't. This, I don't understand what the the filthy Republicans think. Of course, they're cowards. But the the thing is, um, what part of well regulated militia escapes these these pricks? They they love the Constitution, though, right? Just like how gov the size of government is only as just right in the ways it serves them. They pick and choose the Constitution, just like they pick and choose the, the Jesus. Right? Well, here's uh, perjury. You know, they, they, they just, they cherry pick the teachings of the ancient socialist hippie that they pretend to worship, who never said anything about homosexuality, never said anything about abortion. And women have been having abortions for, since women have crawled out of the primordial ooze, you know, since women have been getting pregnant, there's been, uh, women have had abortions. It's just, that's life. That's the way it is. That's history. And yeah, um, you would think Jesus would say something about that. If it was such, if they, if they were so concerned. And in fact, as we know, the church in general said nothing about abortion until women, really until women started getting more power. And, And that's what it's about. It's about keeping bitches in their place, keeping bitches contained and, and powerless to leave they want women, and we have, I mean, I have clips of this, of these fascists talking about how uh, women, uh, how div- women, should have, women shouldn't have the right to get a divorce, and how it, it really is about control, of course, keeping women, and that's the way it's been. I mean, I was born in a time when women couldn't get credit cards without a husband's signature, Right? When I was a kid, I, when I think about it, it's not that long ago. My grandmother was born when uh, women couldn't fucking vote. When you think about that, that's crazy. But so it's really not that long ago. But, um, well, here's perjury trader green, how she, because she's a member of Congress. She's a grown ass woman, also a representative and young people go to Washington to lobby their members of Congress because they're sick of dying. They want to go to school. They want to learn. Um, they want to be able to uh, fulfill their lives and follow their dreams and, and edu- get an education without having to go through a fucking live shooter drill. 
without having PTSD, without having to smother themselves in the blood of their, of their murdered friend and play dead. And what, what's, what's sick? You, do you understand how sick re- Republicans are? That they are the, they make America sick. They really do. I'm not saying, hey, normal people, liberals, progressives, Democrats, are not perfect. Yeah, there are sick people in the in the Democratic Party, but we don't give them power. As soon as they reveal themselves as as sick, we get the fuck. We get rid of them. The, and you could say everything you can, everything you want to say about the Democratic Party, and we do, but you know for a fact that no con man coming down an escalator calling Mexicans rapists would ever become the standard bearer of the Democratic Party. It's just the way it is, and you know that. No one, uh, uh, an overt racist? Never. It would never happen. As much as you could say both parties are the same, I'm so sick of that, I want to vomit. They're not the same. Both parties are swimming in the same disgusting, filthy, corrupt pool of money, money and politics, but no, both parties are not the same. One party is a fascist, um, racist, and anti-democratic party, small d democratic party. The other party is trying to govern, you know, to have a country that works for more than just the fucking uh, white douchebags who sit on Fox News. The, the, uh, the more than just Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. It's true. At least, you know, um, people who are in the Democratic Party or identify as Democrats, uh, they're trying. They're trying. Trying to make a country that works for, for everybody. I'm not saying everybody is, you know, whatever, perfect and great. I'm not saying that, you know, Joe Biden doesn't make me want to pull my fucking hair out sometimes or um, people don't make mistakes or they don't work in, they're not in this corrupt system. The system is corrupt. That's the truth. Money in politics is the root of the evil. But... You know, there's only one party that has a progressive caucus where the the qualification for being in this caucus is you don't take corporate money. So if you're swimming in a po- corroded pool of, of filthy bribes, of legal bribes, at least, you know, you got one, you got the progressive caucus that's trying to do the work of the people and not be influenced by that and there is no there's no getting around the fact that you dance with the ones who brought you to the dance right that's that's only that's human nature you don't bite the hand that feeds you 
So you want to say that uh, it doesn't influence, money doesn't influence people? Of course it does. That's why we're here. That's why we had, that's why, you know, it took um, Obama with the ACA, uh, the Republicans would complain about how, oh, it was uh, thousands of pages. It was only thousands of pages because everyone was trying to fillet the for-profit health insurance racket. They wanted to have their cake and eat it, too. You can't have a health system whose primary purpose is to make a few fuckers very rich. And that's what the problem was. And everybody knew it, except nobody wanted to do anything about the actual problem, which was money in politics. And if there was, if we didn't have money in politics, we would already have universal health care. We would already, well, there's many other things to that too. It's the reason we don't have universal health care is not just, it is money in politics. I really believe that, but also racism. That's another reason we don't have it in this country because they're constantly using it as a wedge to, uh, to divide people. You know, it's about, do you want to share with people who are, who have darker pigment? It really, that's part of the reason we don't have it. But anyway, um, what, oh yeah, well, let's watch Perjury Trader Green act like a member of Congress, a Republican member of Congress. Oh, wait, is that, is that, that's the microphone shaking. What the hell? I guess it's not tied down or whatever. Oh, come on, microphone. Such scintillating debate skills. You're a coward. Remind, uh, mind you guys, these are young people. Young people talking to a member of Congress. How am I you know what? The You're the one running away. You're the one running away. No, gun rights protect people. <laughs> gun rights protect. Oh my God, these people. We'll be right back. We're watching Perjury Trader Green act like uh, herself, uh, uh, a baboon. Oh yeah, what the gun rights do for all the kids who keep getting shots in school? How am I a coward? This, can you believe her? What do gun rights do for all the kids getting shot in school? What's perjury trader grains and you're such a coward. I hate these people. I'm so sick of them. I can't I I can't. I can't. I can't. Thank you, Jim. Jim is really uh blowing up the super chats. Will Republican? Let me start again. Will re, when will Republic clowns ever gonna learn how to quit being so delusional? Says Errol. Thank you, Jim. I love that you're quoting Errol. <laughs> you're a coward. Not you, Jim. I'm talking. That's uh, perjury, traitor, Green. What is gun rights doing to um, prevent kids from being shot in school? You know, you're a coward. You're scared of guns. You're scared of guns. Oh, yeah. What a coward. 
You're a, you know what, bitch? You're a fucking coward. You're a coward. You can't go to the goddamn anywhere. You can't live in a country without walking around with a fucking gun. Where the hell do you live? Where, what do you, what are you so afraid of? You see, it's another example of how they hate America. They hate their fellow Americans and they think that, with, I don't know where the fuck they think they live. They need to walk around fully armed constantly and she's got the balls to say you're a coward to someone asking a question. What do you think? What do you, uh, what do you how are you, what did he say something? You know, how does gun rights protect young people from being shot in school? That's a legitimate question. You know, you're a coward. No, bitch. You're a ca- you're all cowards. And then where does it stop? That's the other thing. I hate these fuckers. You know, uh, well-regulated militia is not perjury trader green with an assault weapon. Okay? These people are sick. They hate their fellow Americans so much that they think they need assault weapons. They think they can't go to a goddamn Walmart without an assault weapon. They're disgusting. They're cowards. They're stupid. They're fragile. And they hate this country. They hate their fellow Americans that much that they they can't they need to constantly be walking around armed to the teeth. You know, like uh, my 90-pound granny got through her whole life without ever having to go to wall or go to not just Walmart, go to any store with an assault weapon. How did she do it? I don't know. It's crazy. She lived in Jersey City, too. Unbelievable. Right, Junior? Junior's here, Tara Junior. Tara Junior Junior, properly. Hi, honey. How you doing? And, uh, yeah, oh, well, we're here. Let's keep going with this. Hold on. Junior, stop it. Where the hell is my damn e-cam? Again. Is this happening again? I lost all my controls. What the fuck? Oh, this is so annoying. What I'm here of legal gun owners that want to protect their kids in school. What's it? Shame on you. How? Shame you on me? Yeah, go move to another country where they take away your guns. Yeah. I want to live in a country where kids no, don't get shot. I want to I want to live in a country where no. kids don't get shot. No. I don't really like that. Good. You know what? So you like that? Like, so do you like living in a country where kids right. keep getting shot no. in school and dying? We need access to the sun. You hate kids, she's saying. No, no. You hate kids. This is a member of Congress, everyone. That's how she talks to voters. No, no. She's unfit. This bitch shouldn't even be on the CrossFit circuit. Much less in the goddamn halls of Congress. And let's not forget, and this is another thing. I wish Joe Biden would watch this show. Because the next time somebody asks him about these pricks, they he needs to remind them if they say, Hey, you know, what about perjury trader green? He he should say, Yeah, oh, that bitch who f- 
three days after being sworn in, she begged the con man for a pardon? That's what she did. So she's a, she's a goddamn traitor. Three days after being sworn into Congress, in a, she won her election because she was running unopposed. She's a dirtbag who is a fraud like the rest of them. And we went through the whole thing. She's not a businesswoman. She, everything about her is a fraud. Her family owns a construction company. This is the other thing. You know, I know I'm all over the place, whatever. But the, the corporate media, they bring, her, they bring this up. They say that uh, Perjury Trader Green, you know, is a, had a construction business or whatever. And she, of course, took PPP loans and whatnot that um, weren't paid back. You know, she got... Wait, hold on. My cat is into me but um so she but whatever her family business it's her family's business and she got she was on the dole the family dole and all she did every day was go to the gym and do crossfit that's it her family had money because they had a construction business she never went to work this dumb bitch and she went to the gym every single day and did CrossFit. And when she decided she was going to run in for Congress in this, in this, uh, district and unopposed, she, um, had her family put her name on their articles of incorporation. So everything about her, like the rest of this filthy Republican party is a fraud. She's a fraud. You see, she's unfit. She can't handle being in, in uh, you know, being an adult. She's talking to young people like this. These young people have more courage and integrity and more intelligence and do more for this country than perjury trader green could ever dream. Right. She, in fact, you you can argue that all of these Republicans, not just perjury, trade, agreed, and the whole bunch of them, they 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 don't bring anything to the table. They don't add anything of value to this country. What do they do except poison it? They add their filth and their poison and their sickness. They try. They get very upset when everyone is um, trying, you know, trying not to be uh, bottom feeding dirt bags. So they they get very triggered by that, and they have to, they try to drag everybody down to their levels, which is pretty damn low. Down, they, like they just. I, I'm surprised they could walk upright. They're they're constantly crawling on their this on their bellies and embarrassing themselves. This is the way she's. This is a grown woman. Now we know, of course. I mean, the, uh, this this fucking grown woman um, hounded a survivor of one of the school massacres. She hounded him through the streets. Like, uh, like this sick bitch that she is. They are sick. You don't do that to people. You don't do that. But that's what they do. And they, they call that 
What? What do you call that? You call that courage? Perjury? That's her name, Perjury Trader Green. You're not voting yeah. for Are you the purist guy? You are not voting. Yeah, you're the guy that said that the insurrection was just a group of purists, right? No, yes, I. You want to know how I'm voting? Yeah, that was you. That was you. I recognize your name. Just be, just have clear. Wait, here it goes. Gun violence. Oh, the Second Amendment. How does the Second you're Amendment the one, You're violence. the one that believes that. She's laughing. The young person is laughing, saying, how does the Second Amendment prevent gun violence? Because she's, she's, you know, perjury trade of green is a joke. Can you believe that bitch? Did you see what she's doing? She tried to trip her. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. She put her foot around the young girl's foot as she's walking and tried to, and literally tried to trip her and said, excuse me, excuse me. And the young girl's like, that's why she's, she's in shock. She can't believe it. She's like, I just got tripped by this member of Congress, this grown ass woman. Excuse me, ma'am. You're can't block members of Congress. Who's blocking her? No one's blocking her. She's walking at a pace. And perjury trader green is, of course, the victim, right? She's the victim here, everyone. Ugh, I hate them. I really hate them, guys. What are we going to do? You can't block. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can you believe where we live? I was in Boulder during the Colorado shooting at the supermarket where 10 people were murdered down the street. You know what? I prefer people to protect themselves with their guns, okay? Why do you say to the children that you get shot? Murder is illegal. That's like rape is illegal. Murder is illegal. You shouldn't murder. And I believe that everyone should have an assault weapon. Because we're all afraid of each other. We're, we're Republicans, so we're afraid of our fellow Americans. We hate our fellow Americans, you see? Because we're, we're very fearful of living in a free democratic society with a diverse population. So we need our assault weapons that we can wink, wink, whip around and go, wee, wee, we love Jesus. Pew, pew, pew. Because we are, um, you know, we're free. We're so free that we can't go to the store without an assault weapon. We're so free. But don't, don't ask us to wear a mask. Pew, pew. In the middle of a pandemic. You know what? You know what? Where does she get this from? Murder is illegal. It's like that, the, um, what's his face? Greg Abbott saying, uh, uh, let me make one thing clear here. Rape is a crime. And everybody applaud. You know what? Murder's illegal. So where does it stop, perjury trader Green? 
I always, I ask these people, um, I wish some of the Democrats would ask them too, like, where, where does it stop? But what, what will happen, let's say, when Elon Musk decides he needs a nuclear weapon to protect himself? Why not? Won't take him much, All right? He's one of, he's the richest person on earth, is that right? He's got a rocket and a, uh, and a missile. I don't know what the fuck he's got, but he could, what, what's it, what would it take for the richest person on earth to arm one of his rockets with a nuclear weapon? And then what, what, where does it stop? Right? It's true. Well-regulated militia. Why shouldn't we have tanks, drones? Why not? Why not have some drones? Why not have a, uh, if you can afford it, who needs, who needs a assault weapon when you can have a nuclear weapon? And why shouldn't he? He's got to protect himself. Second Amendment and all. The Second Amendment. There's a, a lot of crazy people. There's Kim Jong-un with nuclear weapons. There's uh, the Saudis. Everybody, it's very scary. Uh, Putin has a nuclear weapon. So why not Elon Musk? Why not? They love Elon Musk. Why? I mean, this that's the logic. A well-regulated militia does not mean everyone should have an assault weapon. You filthy fucking cowards. You want to go play with an assault weapon, join the National Guard. That's the well-regulated militia, but I hate them, you see. And their, their need to cling to their assault weapons is just another example of how much they hate this country. They do. They hate America because you cannot call yourself a patriot when you hate uh, basically everyone in the country and their country it's only it only works you know when they when they win that's when it's constitutional and you know it doesn't matter that we all agree we have laws right we, we're a nation of laws supposedly except for trump and um the, the, we agree on these certain laws and uh, they don't like those laws. What's the difference between now and the Civil War? It's the same thing. Back in the 1860s, they, they, back then, it was the same thing. It's always conservatism. They only like a country when they're in charge, and they only like the laws. Forget it. Forget that the laws that we all agree on, that we vote into, um, you know, we say this is the kind of civilization we want to live in. They, if they don't agree, oh, they have a fucking conniption. They shit their diapies. They get out their little weapons and go, bing, 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 pew, pew. I'm secede. Why don't they secede already? <laughs> Please, secede now. Do us a favor. I'm so sick of them. I am so sick of them, you know, but worse than sick of them, I'm sick of them. You know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of allowing them to get away with their shit. With this bitch being, with, with this perjury trader green tripping, this young person, people uh, all on Twitter were like, press charges. 
press charges against her. Why not? Why the fuck not? She assaulted somebody. That's what that is. And we have it on video. She literally tried to trip that girl. And um, that's a grown-ass member of Congress who gets to get away with whatever. Oh, excuse me. How do you say, how do you say excuse me? You know, the person walking in front of you, you, you flip your leg around their front leg and try to trip them. And you're like, excuse me. Because, you know, they are immature. They haven't matured past zygote in their brains. They're disgusting. They think this is a schoolyard bully. That's what it is. They, um, have, they have lowered political discourse to a schoolyard bully taunt. That's how they behave. That's why they can't handle living in a free democratic society. They lack the maturity. Am I wrong, please? Am I wrong? I'm not. So, I don't know. Of course, perjury trader Green will, of course, get away with her her shit, as always. But when will it ever catch up to them? Will we see the day when uh, their crimes, their behavior, their antics catch up to them? I really hope so. Because I'm tired of them getting away with it. And um, I do wish, as get, to get back to DeSantis, I'm not sure if I made, I, I probably did, but just to put a, a, a point on the point that I am, if these fucking Republicans don't like the laws that we all agreed on and don't want to take, their, take responsibility for themselves, then why are we sending them our blue state dollars? Okay? So enough is enough. Cut them off. Cut, you know, like when a child behaves, misbehaves, you don't give them their allowance, right? It's the same thing. Because I love that Florida is... um you know, whining and saying, oh, uh, we'll, we'll send, we'll trick these people to go to your state. Um, and you take care of it and I'll show you as if you're dumping your garbage, but but these are people, these are fucking people you, and they have the, uh, I mean, it's just think about how disgusting that is and what, when will it ever end? They're, their their disgustingness is bottomless. So why are we subsidizing these shitholes? These immoral shitholes. So, okay, DeSantis, you know, because Florida, like most red states, gives uh, uh, gets more in federal tax dollars back than it gives. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them. They never take responsibility. Why? Do, and, you know, all throughout everything that they talk about, it's always uh, blue states, red states. They're the ones dividing us, and I'm tired of it. You don't hear Democrats talking like that. You don't hear Democrats saying, oh, uh, well, if you take out the red states, we're doing great. 
If you take out the red states, hardly any death. My God. I can't believe it's the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Man, you know, come on over to youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster. We're going to get into the judge and how unfit she is. You know, at Eileen Cannon, another unfit dirtbag who's uh, destroying America. We will win, though, because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. All right, that worked. Worked out. I was going to show a picture of uh, little salty and spicy. The two banes of my existence right now. Where are they? Look at how cute, though. They're cute when they're sleeping. That's salty and spicy. They really like each other. I don't know. Oh, boy. Yes, and also, uh, if you... Down in the description, you could see the... There's a Discord link. Join our Discord page. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the chat. Hello, Mark. Nice to see you. Yes, the kicker... Mark says the kicker was he used COVID funds from the federal government to pay for those folks to go to Martha's Vineyard. Yep. They're scum. They're absolute scum. And I'm sick of it. I am really, I'm totally, I am sick of them. Oh, shut up. I'm looking at uh, something. It's making me mad. All right, let's uh, let's go into. I wanted to talk about this. Where is it? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh yeah, and it, it doesn't. You know how reality doesn't matter. Reality has a liberal bias, so it, whatever happens, they they ignore it. In reality, all over Twitter, they're they are conflating. I'm really sorry. I, for some reason, I'm not able to get rid of this. Oh, here we go. I wasn't able to get... <laughs> I couldn't find the button to get that off the screen. But all over Twitter, they're conflating... Um, you know, they're lying about what's happening in Martha's Vineyard. In reality, what's happening is the people of Martha's Vineyard are rallying together and working together to help the migrants and treating them like human beings. You know, treating them like they would like to help to be treated if the shoe was ever on the other foot. And, uh, but all over Twitter, if you look, their Republicans are crying and whining and saying things like, oh, uh, they, they called in the National Guard, meaning that. See, see, Republicans are, they are, they realize, they know that they will never, um, they only read headlines and they'll never, and they'll just believe whatever shit comes out of their mouths, out of Republican mouth. 
And yeah, they called in the National Guard to help, you know, because as a former member of the National Guard, um, logistics is something that the National Guard does really well. And one of the missions of the National Guard is humanitarian. So we are often called in for humanitarian purposes. And so, so it has nothing to do with um, hurting these people or treating them like the dirt that Republicans treat them as, but it's about the logistics of getting them a place to sleep and eat. How, how do you move a bunch of people to a location and, and make sure they have food and shelter and, uh, and, you know, resources. That's something that the national guard does every single day. Right. That's the, that's the army. There's no, no one does that better than the army mobilizing resources. But the Republicans realize that they're the dummies who believe them, who are racist like the rest, like, the, yeah, that's what they, they count on, racism, um, will just buy whatever bullshit comes out of their mouth. And they won't see, they're not looking at normal, actual media. They're only listening to Jim Jordan. Jesus Christ. They're, they're monsters. Okay, so where's, where is this? Speaking of monsters. Hold on. Where is this? I'm looking at this. Yeah, this this judge. Speaking of, Republicans are traitors. We know that. Uh, they're unfit. They're all unfit. Now this... This filth, her name is Eileen Cannon. Oh, God, I hate them all. I'm looking at so many... So many links... Um, she was rated unqualified by the American Bar Association, but of course, what do Republicans do? They they pick and choose. Now, when the um, Republicans, you know, when the, the the what's his name, the filth, the Trump Trump filth, kept putting up his unqualified uh, you know putting up these unqualified judges they um started saying how the aba is some it's a left-wing organization a bunch of liberals right that's all they do they they just admit, dismiss it out of hand but um he hold on hold on guys sorry where the fuck is it Hmm. Wait a minute. I'm looking for this Crooks and Liars article. Hmm. Well, in the meantime, let's go through. If I can't find it. I thought I had saved it. Sorry, guys. It was a good one. 
It's okay. And the, this is a good opportunity to go over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Hang out in the chat room. Hold on, hold on. Hmm. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Well, I'll find it. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. That's okay. Everybody's in the chat room hanging out. They still like the show. And uh, where is it? Where is it? I'll just read it. Hold on, guys. What the fuck? I hate when this happens on a Friday show. Oh, while I'm looking for this, let me remind you guys that actually we will have our show this week during the week because Tom Hartman's coming on the show on Wednesday. Ain't that nice? I won't say that. I won't say ain't when he's on. Where Tom Hartman's coming on the show to discuss his new book, the hidden history of, uh, what is it? Of neoliberalism. Yes. Exactly. All right, Eileen Cannon. Here's from a Twitter thread. Eileen Cannon, a 38-year-old lawyer. Can you? So the, the only reason they put her on this, on the bench was because she she's young and she's a member of the Federalist Society. So she was rated unqualified by the um, by the ABA, but she also she had no judicial experience and a limited resume in her own um, in her own admission. She was appointed as a federal judge as just as Trump left office. So Cannon's primary credentials for the job were apparently her young age and member membership in the federal society. And for those who don't know, Eileen Cannon is the is the the bitch, the dumb bitch who um, thinks that Trump should walk around walk that thinks it was fine you know that trump walking out of the white house with classified documents was uh, no biggie they might have been executive whatever executive privilege i don't know um i guess she forgets that those secrets they don't belong to trump they belong to the american people and what the hell is he doing with secret? You don't accidentally walk out of the White House with classified documents. That, that's unbelievable. You, I mean, it's not like there are classified documents just laying around. You're like, okay, just put everything in this box. Oh, my God. Here it is. I found it. Thank God. So here, but I'm looking at this Twitter thread. I'll show you what I'm looking at. I will. I swear to God, I'll show you. 
so we can watch it together. So she, so here we go. There's her, a wedding photo. Okay. Her professional experience was so limited that she was forced to admit on her Senate Judiciary Com questionnaire that she had never made any speeches, produced any reports, participated in any panel discussions, or spoke at any conferences or written any written for any bar association you see this so on the questionnaire supply four copies of reports memoranda policy statements you prepare so it's she has no qualifications could you imagine applying for a job a lifetime appointment lording over the rest of us sitting on the bench Lording and making decisions about people's lives and the lives of the American people, the, uh, uh, the America itself. And we all have to follow her? Look, well, um, what have you done? Uh, supply four copies of any reports, memoranda, policy statements you prepared or contributed in the preparation of or on behalf of any bar association committee conference organization if you do not have a copy of the report give the name address and organization that issued it she writes none supply four copies of any testimony official statements or other communication relating in whole or in part to matters of public policy or legal interpretation that you have issued or provided or that others presented on your behalf to public bodies or public officials. And she writes, none. Supply four copies, transcripts, or recordings of all speeches or talks delivered by you, including commencement speeches, remarks, lectures, panel discussions, conferences, Political speeches, question and answer sessions include date and place where they were delivered and readily available press reports about your speech or talk. If you do not have a copy of the speech, you know, give the name and addresses of the group before whom the speech was given, the date and the summary of the subject matter. If you did not speak from a prepared text, furnish a copy of any outline or notes from which you spoke, and she writes none. I have more fucking qualifications than this bitch. Seriously. In her 12 years as a lawyer, she 12 years, 12 years, she published no writings of her own and just three writings done with colleagues at Gibson Dunn, limited to promotional articles on cases handled by the firm. So, list the titles, publishers, and dates of books, blah, 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 letters to the editor. Jesus. Wait, it gets worse. In an attempt to show writing experience... Cannon listed 17 short articles from a two-month undergrad stint at El Nuevo Herald, the New Herald, ranging from prenatal yoga, these are the topics, flamenco, an explosion of energy and passion. That's an article 
from El Nuevo Herald. And uh, Cannon is unclear uh, on whether she authored these articles or simply edited these articles. Look at this. Olo Passione por the passion for color, music and art. This Friday on Eighth Street. It's like some 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 friggin' magazine. She wrote for or edited. She doesn't say. Love for the radio since a young age. That's another name of the article. His dream to become an astronaut for the weekend, another. Interaction to learn Spanish well. Can you believe this? I mean, it's embarrassing. This is unbelievable. It really is. Finally, the questionnaire for a lifetime judicial appointment asks Cannon to list all interviews she's given to the media. Cannon lists her wedding article in a local magazine as her only uh, media experience. See? Caitlin Maschiato, Eileen and Josh, a traditional wedding in Coconut Grove. And that's, this is the article here. That's where that photo comes from. Wow, it wasn't exactly all Greek to Eileen or Aileen when her then-boyfriend of five years, Josh, decided to pop the question. While the couple vacationed in Athens, she had suspected he might propose on the trip, so much that she talked to her mom about it. The bride, Eileen Cannon, 28, an attorney, and groom Lawrence, 27, a restaurant manager. The date, June 7th. It was true. Josh couldn't wait to pop the question. On the first day of their trip, he found a scenic point overlooking the ancient ruins and asked this destructive bitch to marry him. The only glitch? He got a little distracted when a huge turtle walked by. Oh, my God. You see this? Ladies and germs, we're dead. This country's over. <laughs> this country is over. So here we go. Trumpy judges will destroy America without radical court changes. A terrible decision in the crucial Trump documents case by an unqualified Trump-appointed judge spotlights the crisis for American democracy. When Eileen Cannon, a then 39-year-old junior prosecutor with a resume that could be charitably called flimsy, appeared before the U.S. senators for her summer 2020 confirmation hearing to become a federal district court judge, she also had very little experience giving interviews. We know this from the questionnaire that Cannon, a Colombian native whose family later escaped Fidel Castro's Cuba to Florida, filled out for the Senate judiciary after she was recommended for the lifetime appointment by Senator Marco Rubio and nominated by the asshole Trump. She acknowledged her only media interview had been in 2009 on the uh, wedding site, The Knot. God help us. 
Cannon's somewhat stunning lack of experience or public exposure was highlighted on Twitter by GOP defector and Stand for Democracy founder Peter Vroom, who also noted that she had never made any speeches, produced any reports, participated in any panel discussions, spoke at any conferences, or written for any bar association. (sighs) The would-be judge's writing experience was largely limited to a college internship where she covered prenatal yoga and flamenco dancing. Yet Cannon had huge, two huge things going for her in the eyes of Trump, and I'm not talking about her breasts. Um, She was a young person, I I added that part, Um, and also a member of the Federalist Society. She was one of the several judicial nominees rammed through the Senate on November 12th, five days after the TV networks called the election for President Biden, signaling that the right-wing judicial pipeline was about to get shut down. So that's why, you know, this country is swirling the bowl because Republicans, that's how much they hate this country. You understand? They only want to destroy it from the inside like a bunch of little termites chewing away at the foundations of democracy. How do you put somebody this unqualified on the bench? Now, we can say everything about the Democratic Party. And we do and will. But uh, this would never pass. You'd never see Democrats doing something like this. Shoving some fucking flunky on the court. They don't have that kind of... they They don't have that kind of balls to do that. To... They have a fundamental respect for democracy. They want it to function. You know, you could, for everything, for all the flaws that the Democratic Party has, they would never put somebody this unfit in a lifetime position on the bench. I mean, look at um, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, who is head and shoulders above every single Republican on that bench. Her qualifications are impeccable, and she has to be, given her pigment, right? And, you know, what do we get? We get Beer Bong Brett, sexual predator. We get Amy Coney, handmade bitch face Barrett. These unqualified, these unqualified fascists who have no honor. They have absolutely no honor, you know, and that's the thing about Republicans, like this Eileen Cannon bitch, because she they she hates America. They all do. If somebody called me and said, hey, you want to be a judge or or anything that I was unqualified for, I would say, no, I don't. Right. Wouldn't you? I'm sorry. I have too much respect for my fellow man and woman to to have that kind of arrogance, right? To sit on the bench. This bitch knows. She she was only a lawyer for 12 years. 12 years. 
and did nothing but she wrote an article or not even about flamenco dancing. She was interviewed for the knot. That's her that's her media experience. She's not fit. I wouldn't put people in charge of my cats going on vacation. I wouldn't get a house sitter in here to take care of a pet sitter. If someone who didn't have any qualifications with cats or animals, you wouldn't do that because you love your animals. Just the way you love your country. You wouldn't put somebody that unqualified up. You you wouldn't have the balls. And then they have the, they have the, um, they don't have, you know, it's like, it's the insanity of not knowing your limitations. That's what, that's what makes people insane. They don't know their limitations. Part of what, you know, it's part of, um, you know, the, a hallmark of, not knowing, you know, that you can't defy gravity or whatever it might be. Like, wee, I can fly, and then you fly out the window. You don't know your limitations. So these, so this bitch, somebody called her and was like, hey, I know you've only been a lawyer for 12 years. And then she gets the application and fills it out with none None. Everything is none. None. She's got no experience. And it's staring her right in the face. And still, because she's got no integrity, she has no honor like the rest of them. She's like, sure, I'll be a part of this coup. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll disgrace my country. I'll embarrass myself and my fellow Americans. I'll sit in judgment on them and and uh, make these ridiculous, nonsensical, and confused rulings. I'll make it up as I go, and I'll do whatever the fuck uh, you tell me to. Because, because she's she's what she's got no honor and no integrity. Team Trump did get Judge Cannon for a much more important case, the ongoing probe into top secret documents that belong to the federal government. That means you and me. But were taken by the con man to his uh, Maramoron spy magnet in the Sunshine State. <laughs> Legal experts seem almost unanimous in their view. Yeah, because, oh, well, what do you need experts, right? That's just people who have, um, you know, experience. That's just, uh, who do they think they are? So elite. Like when you go for surgery, you're like, hey, um, anybody, hey, you got, you, you, I don't need anybody from a highfalutin school or have experience, in surgery, I, I just want somebody who I can have a beer with to cut me open. Unbelievable. But the team, let's see, where are they? Uh, legal experts seem almost unanimous in their view that the, a request by Trump's lawyers for a special master 
to review the papers seized by the FBI from Maramoron was legally ridiculous, was a legally ridiculous stall tactic. A tactic, they added, with dangerous implications for both national security and the shaky notion that even an ex-president is not above the law. But apparently this dumb bitch Eileen Cannon said that, see, she's a, she's a trump She's a QAnon dumb bitch. She is, I'm sure, a great hero of perjury trader Green. And they, um, in her, whatever, her ruling against, against you and me and America, she said something about how she didn't really, how it was spurious where these documents came from. Buying into the the filthy false the lies of the QAnon crowd who hate America that um you know it was the FBI it, the FBI uh planted it on this great American Trump the tax cheating draft dodging wannabe dictator con man with the fake university and the vitamin scam oh yeah everyone's out to get him everyone's picking on him the poor guy he couldn't even go to his maramoron spy magnet hole with classified documents what are you gonna do oh well he said booga 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 and unclassified them right that's what he says i oh hey i have that actually i have the video let's see Mr. Patel said he witnessed you giving verbal orders to declassify the papers that end up at Mar-a-Lago. Do you remember making Mar-a-Lago those orders? That That's correct. And not only that, I think it was other people also were there. But uh, I have the absolute right to declassify. Bullshit. Absolute. A president has that absolute right. No, you don't. And a lot of people aren't even challenging that anymore. A lot of people. Everyone says, like nobody's ever seen. A lot of people. I like that picture, too, right? That's not how he looks. Trump is disgusting. Oh, they have that. I love that, uh, you know, the squinty eyes. Oh, he's so tough. Trump looks like shit, and I hope he strokes out. Let's see. Trump, golf. Oh, he really was horrible looking. Finally, all. uh, Well, let's hope he strokes out. Look at how disgusting he is. Ugh. Wait a minute. I'll show you. I can. You have to share the disgustingness with me. If I gotta look at this shit, so do you. Ugh. Wait a minute. Fuck. Stupid. You know what happens? Ecam is getting on my nerves. Look at that. Ugh. Nice face. Stroke out already, please. Oh, yeah. And we can, I'm sure, all over Twitter, I love those images of Trump standing on a tank. So realistic. He, meanwhile, he's a giant tub of lard. No, I mean, all right. 
he's just gross. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Am I fat shaming him? I'm just shaming him. I'm shaming him. Because he's got no shame. He should be ashamed, but he doesn't have, he's not man enough to be ashamed. He's not a human enough to understand. He's not a human. He really isn't. He's a sociopath. There's no doubt in my mind. But am I wrong here? I mean, if you love your country, why do you turn it over to unqualified con men? Right? If you love your country, you can't just love it when you agree with the, the laws we all agreed on. Unreal, though, right? Where are you? Where are you? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I know. Play Dave says, I really hate the fact that these people can lie on TV and radio, but get in court and they plead the fifth. Exactly. They just, well, they realize what they're doing, that they, that it is a propaganda game all over. All you got to do is look on Twitter and you see these uh, Republicans just lying and lying, constantly lying. Hi, Junior. Junior's back. All right, Junior. What are you doing? Where is Eileen Cannon? Deeply problematic, people are saying. Yeah, I, and the F, I mean, uh, the New York Times. Deeply problematic experts question judges' intervention in Trump inquiry. Now, here's the thing that gets me insane, that the New York Times is reporting the story as if this judge has any business being anywhere on the bench. She doesn't have any business being near the bench, you know, much less on it. And they, the way they write about it, as if she's... She should be there. They Every article should begin with, she was shoved on there five days after Biden won the election. She's unqualified. She is unfit. She has no experience uh, by her own admission. And she was, a she was only a lawyer for 12 years, doing nothing. She has no nothing to fall back on she has she has no business being on the bench she has no business deciding a case like this she shouldn't even be she has no business being on the traffic court bench am i wrong no So Cannon and her hard-to-justify ruling felt like a tipping point for a much more serious problem for American democracy, that a Republican project to pack the federal bench with young justices with an extreme right philosophy has succeeded to the point of also thwarting the popular will of the, of the electorate on important issues such as protecting abortion rights and the environment and other fundamental civil rights now under threat. 
It has to stop. At roughly the same time that Cannon was ruling on behalf of the ex-president who appointed her, a federal, a Republican federal judge in Texas issued a decision that threatened to seriously undermine the ACA yet again by allowing Christian employers to claim that paying for preventative care for HIV, around HIV infection would violate their religious freedom. God help us. God save us from these freaks. But we're going to have to save ourselves. And we will win. That's why they have to cheat. And they know it. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of humanity. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. My God. Yes. Guys, guys, guys. Look at my cat, everybody. Oh, all right. Listen, you know, I'm all... What the fuck happened? Oh, I fucked up that camera. That's okay. The show's over. That's good. At least the show's over. Where is my... Everything is bugging out. All right, listen up, guys. Remember, uh, Wednesday, we're going to have Tom Hartman on the show. That should be fun. Wednesday, he's calling in at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. And what else? Other than that, we will... I don't know. Whatever. Somebody become a patron. Will somebody please become a patron? At patreon.com slash taradevil. I want to thank Jim for single-handedly keeping this show afloat. And also for becoming a, um, for being a moderator in the chat room, along with Haiku. And thank you, Pookie's mommy, for your generous super chat, which makes me feel like, you know, it validates, validates the show. Right? But also, whatever, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, I don't know. Become a patron. I said that already. Will somebody become a patron? Maybe. <laughs> oh, boy. Whatever. Will somebody give the show a good review on iTunes? I don't know. Will they, Junior? Nobody ever listens to me. Okay, listen, listen, listen. You know what else happened to me this week? Not only sick... Cold saw. Um, I pulled a muscle in my shoulder. Everything is falling apart. And it hurts right now. Thank God for anti-inflammatories. Why are you doing this? Look at this cat. If I move this camera. Watch. Watch this cat. He's crazy. He just wants my hand. <laughs> See what he's doing? He's taking it and... Making it go over his head. Watch. <laughs> Come on. There you go. You're a good boy. 
Watch. Hey, that hurt. <laughs> you want to be pet? Is that it? You want to be pet? I see you do. Oh, shit. The camera. The camera, the camera. Oh, thank you, Terry, for your super chat. I need some more super chats, but that's okay. We'll uh, try again another day. I know, right? Jabbermocky self-patting kitty. He does, right? It's like, that's all I am to him. A hand to pet. I'm just a hand. Just an object that needs... That pets him. That's all. <laughs> He's a good boy. I love this cat. Yeah. Winston says, sorry to hear that, Tara. I can relate to the shoulder issue. My left one is ruined. It, it was, it never happened to me before. At least in my recent memory. Ow, you're biting me now. Damn it. I went back and I was like, fuck. And it was, and I don't know. It must be a muscle because I can move it, except when I move it in a certain way. It's like, ah. But then I took anti-inflammatories and it helped. Ow! You son of a bitch. You're biting me. All right. I have to go beat him now. No, I don't. I'm only kidding. Give me. Give me you. Give me this. Give me this carrot. <gasps> You're going nuts now. You're going crazy. Talk to the people. <laughs> you are losing it, Junior. You're losing it. Say something to everyone. Say hello. Say hello. No? Okay. You don't listen to me. You don't listen to Mama. Yeah, probably. Rotator cuff. Ow! You bit me. Okay, that's it. You're down. You're down. Get down. me here i don't need every time i move a cat to bite me it's like i got kittens biting me i got cats biting me yeah i don't know tendonitis i think it just got pulled because it was like ah i felt it happen but i'm a wreck i'm getting old guys getting old it's hurting but what's the alternative Right. All right, listen, listen, listen. I got to get the show ready for Progressive Voices, and then I have to feed the two fuckers in the bedroom. And I got to do something with him. I'm going to have to do something with you. What is that? Stop biting your mother. Ow. Stop it, you monster. <laughs> All right. Guys, I love hanging out with you guys. And thank you so much for all your support. And listen, listen, listen. We will see each other on at least Wednesday with Tom Hartman, who is great. And I'm very honored that he's coming on the show. Give this little show a, a boost, right? All right, my friends. I, you know, it's parting. That's why it's very hard to say goodbye. It's like, no, you hang up. <laughs> you hang up. No, you hang up. All right, I got to go.
I gotta go do something with these kittens. Listen, 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 guys. We will win. Look at this cat. He's going nuts. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity. Move it, Junior, and democracy. You're in my space now. Get out of here. You're bothering me. Okay, everybody, what's going on? All right, decency, dignity, and democracy. We are, we know that, which makes me uh, insane knowing that they are uh, roaming around, unaccountable. Will it ever catch up to them? Yeah, it will. And it will be sweet. It will be sweet. All right, we stick together. We win. Thank you guys for hanging out. Remember, you can join us on Discord, see some pictures of the kitties. And post pictures of your own kitties and whatever else. And, uh, yeah, we stick together. We win. I'll see you guys very soon. Ah, what's going on?